Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 609. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about investor psychology, cannabis, and silver, because things are going a bit crazy. I'm getting a lot of questions from people. Some people are concerned about cannabis. Some people are getting overly crazed about silver. There's lots going on. And we've been talking about cannabis, silver, gold, our mining stocks. We've been talking about those for a pretty long while now. And... So some of you have been investing in these things, following me, and I just wanted to give you an update as to what's going on. But first, let's talk about investor psychology, because one of the things that we always hear is that you should buy low and sell high. I think Will Rogers was the first one who was asked, how do you invest in stocks or how do you become a successful investor? And his answer was, buy low, sell high. Well, he was making a joke, but he's right. You have to buy low and sell high. But that's something that's very difficult for most people to do. Why is that? Why is it so difficult to buy low and sell high? Because after all, usually when things go on sale, we like it and we buy more when things are on sale. When the price is cheaper, we like it, we load up and we're happy to get a better price. And as Warren Buffett says, that's true in everything except investing, because investing is the one area where when investments go on sale, nobody seems to want to buy them. And so I just want to check in with you and say, let's start looking a little bit at this reasoning and find out what is behind this, because emotions can get really out of control. And I always say, that the emotional side of investing is the hardest part of investing for most investors. People get overly exuberant at the top and they overly panic at the bottom, right at the wrong times. They're doing the opposite behavior. And we can see that with polls that are done on investor sentiment. And investor sentiment usually peaks at around 70% bullish when everybody, 70% that is, think that the stock market's going to go up. That's about the time it usually turns around and goes down. And conversely, when there are a lot of people that are throwing in the towel, panicking, saying, just get me out at any price. I just need to, to go to cash. That is the precise time the market is about to turn around and go back up. And so what is going on when these things are happening? Well, psychologists have proven that there is something to this. And what it is, is that our brain feels more pain when we have a loss than it feels more pleasure when we have a gain. 
and it's on a multiple level. And what I mean by that is you feel massive more amounts of pain with a loss than you do feel good when you're making money. But I have to marvel at this and say it is so interesting to watch it in real life because when MJ was going crazy and it was running up so much, literally, I told you at $36, do not buy. Do not buy here. This is not the place to be buying. And yet people were so excited, wanted to jump in. I don't know, maybe some people ignored my advice, but here's what I'm gonna tell you, is that today we are seeing MJ at some extreme lows. And for some people, they're probably feeling a lot of pain. What do I recommend you do if you're feeling pain? I recommend you stay in and you ride this out. You don't sell. You stay in and you ride this out. If your time horizon is five years to 10 years, why are you panicking now when it's just been a few months? You want to be in for the long term. That's really the only way to be a successful long-term investor. And here's what we know. We know that with Canada legalizing cannabis last October, stocks went crazy and everybody was headed for the gold rush. And it was around that time in the fourth quarter, October through December-ish, that we had some highs in the cannabis stocks. And since then, they've really been selling off. So what's going on? Is there a change in the fundamentals? Are they not doing well? Has something happened that they're not going to be the grand success that I thought they would be? Heavens no, nothing has happened except the price has dropped, which means that some of the momentum money has moved out. You see, there's a whole group of people that are short-term traders that just chase performance. And so they'll chase the cannabis stocks when they go up, they'll jump in and ride them up. And when they're going down, they'll abandon ship. And that's just what some momentum investors do. Now, I don't invest that way. I don't recommend that you invest that way. I don't know that they make any money doing that, but that is what they do. They're driven by emotion and they're riding the wave up and they're panicking on the way down. A lot of these cannabis stocks are based in Canada. And guess what else Canada has a lot of? Mining stocks. So guess what? The gold and silver mining stocks, which we also like a lot for a long-term investment, have been up 50 to 60% this year already. And so a lot of that money that was in cannabis stocks, now they've moved over into gold and silver mining stocks. And they're doing the same thing, running those stocks up. And at some point, those will back off. So a lot of this is just the flow of money that is moving from one place to another. Does it mean that cannabis doesn't have a bright future? Absolutely not. In fact, I was reading about one cannabis firm that does about $200 million a year in revenue right now. And they came out and said next year in 2020, they project revenues of over $1 billion. Now that's a 500% increase in revenue. And while that revenue may not drop as profit to the bottom line and influence their stock 500%, it is 
an interesting thing to note that the growth rate on cannabis is substantial, significant, and mind-boggling, which is why we're invested in MJ to begin with. So this is a long-term proposition. It's not something that we're looking at three months to three months. It's not something that we're concerned about in terms of price fluctuation. It is something that we're excited to have an opportunity to buy MJ on sale. And I would say, if you haven't picked up MJ, if it fits into your risk tolerance, your asset allocation model, then you might think about picking up some MJ, but do your homework. Make sure it's right for you. Make sure that it's something that you want to invest in. But here's what I know. Years ago, silver's price was very depressed. And in fact, I still believe it's the most undervalued asset in the world because you can get silver cheaper than you could 50 years ago. And everybody knows who's been listening to my show that I'm super bullish on silver and I urge everyone to go out and get some physical silver in their possession in the form of silver coins minted by your country. But here's the thing. Silver has recently started to take off, and I think that's just the beginning. I think the opportunity in silver is incredible, and so we own physical silver, we own some silver mining stocks within our gold and silver mining ETFs, the large miners and the junior miners. This is something that we are buying low in order to sell high later. And so this 50 to 60% move in the miners, I'm not concerned about. Do I think there can be a pullback? Absolutely. We've gone a long way really fast and it's normal to have those momentum people be taking some profits and taking some money out of there at some point and pulling back on the price. But that doesn't mean that we're not still in a long-term bull market for gold and silver. So I'm still bullish on gold and silver, whether the price is up, whether the price is down. Looking at the fundamentals, the numbers, the profitability, the price, what it's really worth, looking at all of the considerations that you do when you're considering what do you want to buy? Do you wanna buy that house on the block that just went up 500%? Or do you wanna buy that house on the block before it goes up 500%? Well, a lot of people are out there chasing the house that's already gone up 500%, thinking it's going to continue to go up forever. But you do have to look around at where are the bargains? Where can you buy things under market value? And that's what we try to do. We're trying to find where the next superstar growth rates are and where we can buy them cheaper. And I think MJ and the whole cannabis market is one of those areas where the growth rate is tremendous, We're buying early. We're very early in this trend. This is not something everyone's talking about. This is not something that everyone already owns. Maybe some sophisticated investors do, but the average person on the street has no idea what changes are coming in cannabis, how it is being positioned in the medical field, how it is being positioned in healthcare, beverages, pain relief, all kinds of health benefits that cannabis has that are about to be released and expanded and new things coming out that we haven't even thought of yet. So am I excited about MJ at around $24? I'm more excited than ever. It looks like we are forming some form of an important bottom possibly here. I can't guarantee it. There's always risk of loss. 
So don't overdo how much you're investing. Stay within our asset allocation reasonability of just using a few percent of your portfolio to invest in sectors like this. But I think that it's worth it, and I think that the potential is there for this exciting new healthcare opportunity. Just like I'm still excited about the gold and silver mining companies, I've been bullish on them for over three years. They were the number one performing ETF for the last three years. So we've had a good track record of writing good performance in these ETFs. And so I would just caution you if you're buying into some of the mining companies here, because we have gone up 50 to 60%, we're overdue for a pullback. So don't get crazy at this high of the mining stocks, get more crazy at the low of the cannabis stocks because you wanna buy low and sell high, just like Will Rogers said. I know it's not easy to do emotionally. It's more exciting to jump in and try and chase something that's already gone up a lot, but that's where you have more risk because eventually that is going to pull back. Now that we've identified a high growth area like MJ and and the cannabis space, and now that it has pulled back, here's where I'm going to say, if you've been waiting patiently for me to tell you this is the opportune time to jump in, I think we're pretty close to that. I think this is the opportune time to jump into MJ if you've been waiting for that. So if it's something that suits your portfolio, if it's something that you wanna put a little bit of your investment capital into, I think that this may be a very good time to do just that. If you haven't subscribed to Be Wealthy and Smart, hit the subscribe button and you'll be updated as soon as new podcasts are available. And if you want to learn more about investing, how to understand the markets better and what's going on, then consider my inner investing circle, which is called the VIP experience. Once a month, we have a webinar. I give you an update on the market. You have an opportunity to ask questions and have live Q&A. And it's an amazing group of people that are all focused on being the best investors that they can and being more savvy on how they can get to financial freedom. All you need to do is complete the short questionnaire in the show notes, and I'll set up a mutually convenient time for us to talk and see if it's a good fit for both of us. And don't forget, we're almost at the end of the Summer Sizzle Contest. In fact, in the next podcast, I'm going to announce the winners of the Summer Sizzle Contest. There will be five people who win wealth mentoring sessions with me, 10 people will win my Wealth Heiress book, and men, you'll love it too. And 10 people will win the Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets valued at $197. All you need to do is leave a review on iTunes if you use an Apple phone. If you have an Android, leave a review at stitcher.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R.com. And if you do that, your name will be entered into the drawing one time. And if you've read the Wealth Heiress book and leave a review on Amazon, your name will be entered into the drawing two times. And like I said, winners announced in the next podcast and we'll get you set up to collect your prizes. And thank you so much for people who have already left reviews. I'm blown away. I love hearing what you have to say, your thoughts about the podcast. I love how you're applying it, getting results, learning so much, enjoying it. You guys really warm my heart. I really, really, really appreciate your reviews. It means so much to me. 
That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.